Dick, 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 dick. We start in Teddy City, where Justin Timberlake Herbert couldn't bring sexy back to the city of everlasting titties. Tony Hawk Pollard put the Chargers defense on skates, while Zeke attempted to take the training wheels off this week. Najee Kamala Harris awkwardly laughed off questions about the massacre in Pittsburgh, leaving more questions than answers about this football team. Loaf saw Clyde fail to become the fresh Prince of El Air yet again, and a meeting with Uncle Phil awaits him next week. Tom, dude looks like a Brady, is looking like the man for this roster, and he might just win Loaf a few bucks this season. Loaf, 112.3. Esto, 103.8. Next, we go to the heart of the Pythagorean theorem, where Tyler Ledit Higby found himself in times of trouble. But Mother Murray came to him speaking words of wisdom for Will's team, who Leo DiCaprio Jones may have been the wolf of St. Paul Street this week, but he went down with this ship like it was the Titanic. Tyler Hero Lockett found himself in Harlow's music video and had a heat check game, forcing Will to say, I'll never let go, Jack. Lighting started the season singing, guess who's Dak, Dak again, Hammy's Dak, tell a friend, but after getting dicked down in Dallas two weeks in a row, he's desperate for a slump buster. Well, 157.1, lighting 94.5. We now go where the meat is made only to find Z-Tech neck deep in raw lion after that last week's disaster in Detroit. Kendrick Lamar Jackson was seen rapping on the field Sunday night. Rushing touchdowns are the greatest, ya bish. Sammy might take a small hiatus, ya bish. Mike, seven minutes and Evans came out of the week one closet, looking like a brand new man. But he might be Brooks and Dunn this season after an 0-2 start for Z-Tech. Melvin Gordon Ramsey called and asked Jacob, what are you? And Jacob responded with, an idiot sandwich. After sitting the Buffalo Bills defense and making him DK sweat calf on Monday night. Jacob, 116.7. Sammy, 116. Some spread. Tick, 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 tick. We now head to Ashland, where you can bet the farm on Tractor Cito plowing through the Justin Fields with no trouble. Russell Rita Wilson was sleepless in Seattle during the second half, and Derrick Henry put all of last week's doubters to rest. Sammy Swatkins showed up to Plainsman, only to find SWAT Team Tate holding Henry Ruggs hostage on Osh's bench. But it wouldn't have mattered much, as this matchup was over DeAndre Swiftly. Osh will look for a Patrick Price in Week 3 as the insurance claims are racking up on this roster and Nate will continue to Sterling Shepherd a winning culture into the locker room. Nate, 148.7. Osh, 102.1. Last, we go on a high-speed chase where Sloan was racing away all Sunday singing, Young Way Koo, are you? Koo, 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 koo. The Patriot Act didn't deter the acts of terrorism implanted by Bill Belichick against Zach Wilson and the Jets. And Gazebo Samuel had himself a day, but couldn't take the top off Sloan K. Kyle Kuzma Pitts was more concerned about taking tops off than scoring points, leaving this roster with very little clout after two weeks. Calvin the Riddley 
gave Jesse five for fighting and said, there's a riddle for you. Find the answer. There's a reason you're on bus watch. Float 125.9, Tenny 82.2. Oh, no. All right, chair domers. Week two is done. Probably one of the faster two weeks of NFL, three weeks of college football that I can remember. Um, but it's good to have fans back. It's good to have COVID kind of figured out a little more, I guess, this year. And it's good to be 2-0. and So shouts to all the 2-0 and teams. We kind of have an interesting little league here where we have four 2-0s and four 0-2s. Um, not a lot of parity early, but I'm sure that'll change here as we keep going because that is the nature of fantasy football. So we have a Will Reimer interview. Hope you guys enjoy that. And the only other thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little Wesleyan whip around. It's the first time I've ever done it. Just going to go team by team, go down the standings. And just do a little whip around. Just talk about each team for a little bit. And kind of where everybody's at. And so we'll start with Loaf. It, I mean, the team is extremely good. It looked it looked a little more human, I guess you could say, this week. Only scoring 112 points compared to last week where it just went bananas. Uh, looked a little mortal. But still just an extremely good team. Um, I'm not sure if the panic button is being hit yet on Clyde, but we're close. Uh, he's just not really part of the offense as much as you know you would hope your third round pick would be. And he had that fumble late, which hurt them. Um, and really, I think this team might just be one CMC injury away from mediocrity uh, but as long as CMC's healthy this team is going to be a contender uh, McCaffrey's just that good and Tom Brady might have been the quarterback pick of the year um, he's just he just keeps doing it and I think he's just going to throw a million touchdowns, they have no interest in running the ball into the end zone he's just going to throw a million touchdowns and that's going to be that so that was a really good pick by Loaf. And as our resident poet, Sloan K, once said, all aboard the Karloff Express for the rest of the season. I think it's going to be a good team. He's going to be tough to beat. He's going to be a tough out. And that's Loaf. Nate, uh, Tractor Cito's a problem. He's an absolute problem. It, when he scores 45 points like that, it's just unfair. It's an unfair advantage. And so uh, it was a great first-round pick by Nate. He wanted to get his guy that he had last year. And the team, I mean, Nate's team from top to bottom is just like an embarrassment of riches. He has like four good bench guys that would probably start on any other team. But he just does not have a tight end. And it's going to be his detriment if... If he can't find a tight end, 
then uh, I don't know how far he can go. It's just a huge hole in the roster. But I think he'll find one. He'll figure it out. And uh, Nate's team is really, really good. And Cooper Cup might might just be Randy Moss. Um, he's that good. He's just, I don't know what to say. He's Matt Stafford's favorite target so far. And he might just be that good. He might just be Randy Moss. Um, it's too early to tell. Uh, Will Reimer. Kyler Murray's MVP. Tyler Lockett might have been the wide receiver pick of the year in the draft. And he kind of fell to like right into Will's lap. He kind of dropped. Nobody really wanted him. And he is incredible. Kyler's incredible. He still has digs. Um, General Bob Woods is struggling with Stafford to find a connection. It's kind of been the Cooper Cup show, but I think Bob General Bob Woods is going to figure that out. And Will has tight end issues too. Tyler Higby ain't it. But, I, you know, as Will always does, I think he'll figure it out. Um, Sloan K. This is probably the, mo the, the least appealing roster to look at. It's like you look up and down the roster and it really shouldn't be that good. You know, there's no like bangers. You got Devontae Adams, who's obviously phenomenal. But then you look at the running backs and, you know, Hurts at quarterback, Hawkinson at tight end, who's not supposed to be like one of the top three guys. And, I mean, you look at the roster, it really you certainly wouldn't think it'd be 2-0. It's kind of the Raiders right now, where they they played the Ravens and Steelers. You'd think, no way they're going to be 2-0, but somehow they just get it done, and they kind of win ugly, and that's what I've been doing. Um, I mean, it's 2-0, 2-0, It hurts so good to silence the haters about Jalen Hurts. Um, Calvin Ridley is kind of in scary scary hours right now, because he, the Atlanta offense is gross. And then, I mean, the bench, Sloan K's bench is pretty much just six of the same exact guys, which is a little weird. It's going to be tough to, to figure out who to start. And um, the Patriots defense last week obviously saved me. Um, they made Zach Wilson look like, look like Trevor Lighting at quarterback. And there's that. That's about all she wrote. Um, Osh has big injury issues. Big injury issues. Dalvin is a little banged up. Jerry Judy's out for a little while. OBJ just hasn't played yet. Um, Osh's roster has little depth. And. You know, he had a little Tinkerbell situation last week where he took out Henry Ruggs and put in Sammy Watkins and came back to bite him. So a little Tinkerbell for Osh. Henry Ruggs might be might be wide receiver one. I mean, that guy looks good. And if, if Dalvin goes down, like, who is Osh going to start? I don't really even... I can't... I look at his bench and I don't know if there's a single startable person on his bench if Dalvin goes down so this might be a little championship hangover situation but 
I don't want to speak too soon. He might figure it out. You know, OBJ might get healthy and go off this year. But the depth looks to be an issue currently. Um, Jacob might have the two best tight ends in the league. Gronk and Kelsey, like, right now they're one and two, I think. And they just are touchdown machines. Kelsey's literally a cheat code. Um, and Jacob just randomly carries two defenses every week just to piss himself off because he starts the wrong one. And, you know, this last week the Bills go off and he's sweating a Packers game on Monday night. And I think the week before his backup defense did better too. So I think Jacob just carries two defenses just to do it and just to say that, be able to say that he started the wrong one. Um, Lamar Jackson is still the truth. He showed that on Sunday for Jacob. Um, he's ridiculous. And, I mean, this was one of the most improbable wins in league history. We had the Evan Ingram incident last season with Esto. And then this stat correction, like, Packers defense weird deal that just went on. Um, one of the more improbable wins ever in, in the league. So kudos to Jacob, I guess. But that was wild. And on the other end of that, on the receiving end, as he's very familiar with, Sammy Zetek. And he got the good side of the Mike Evans roller coaster this week, which, hey, when you sign up for Mike Evans, that's what you sign up for. Two touchdowns or one catch. And so this, this side is fun. And Adam Thielen might score a touchdown in every game. He might have a tug in every game. Just because that's uh, that's just like where he thrives is in the red zone. And they're always constantly going to him. Um, Kamara had a tough game. That was, that was big yikes. But he'll get back on track. Um, the Saints offense is too good and he's too good not to. Um... Just a subtle reminder that Nebraska did not want Noah Fant, who is really good, by the way. And I think Z-Tech might have found a gem there. I think Noah Fant's going to have a good season. And Javar Chase is good at football. Uh, Sammy is, is kind of laughing in our face on that one after we all gave him shit, taking him in the draft. Uh, he's really good. So... And him and Joe Burrow obviously have a connection. And then the last thing is Jared Goff literally burned down Centennial Meat House on Monday night. I mean, I don't know if you can financially recover from this. Jared Goff burned this the building down with his fumble and interception and sack issues. And, I mean, it was a disaster late. And ultimately was the demise of Sammy Zetek. So Sammy's 0-2. I don't know if the panic button's being hit yet, but oof, that was a tough, tough game to watch with uh, our second half, really, to watch with Jared Goff. And moving to the next 0-2, Esto. Uh, Titty City might be burning from within. It's it's rough out there. It's I mean, you, you don't want to step outside in Titty City right now. There's trade rumors swirling around. People are asking if Zeke is a cancer. 
to the team. He's got tight end issues. He's got issues pretty much everywhere. Um, it might be Tony Pollard season in Dallas, honestly. And uh, the, the one of the good parts was that Najee Harris literally ended a man's career. And so that was fun to watch probably. And that's really all I need to know about Najee Harris. So Esto, Titty City is tough right now. It's a tough look, but I think he'll figure it out. He'll get back on track. Um, Jesse Tenney still on bus watch. You got to prove it to me. He's 0-2. He's lost twice in a row. You got to prove it. Still on bus watch. He, Tyreek and AJ had tough weeks. They both got shut down. Jonathan Taylor might be the inferior JT when it comes to playing football. Um, Jesse might be better than Jonathan Taylor at football. I'm kidding, but, I mean, he's going to figure it out too as long as, you know, they can get the quarterback situation shored up. But Jesse, Jesse had a tough week. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. I think he was the lowest scorer in the league. And, you know, Kyle Pitts is, is going to be good, but will it be too little too late once they start kind of figuring out how to utilize him? And Mike Davis is getting Cordero Patterson. Um, it's a tale as old as time. Cordero is the backup. And he just kind of swoops in and starts taking a lot of reps and scoring touchdowns. And, you know, it might be the Cordero show. So Trevor Lighting, last but not least, maybe least. Um, we'll see. Also 0-2. And it sounds like there's, there's trade block stuff going on. Uh, Trevor wants the whole team gone. He wants to overhaul the roster like he did last year which is a tough thing to keep on doing. Uh, I got stuck in that rut there for a little while. But this team just needs bodies. I mean, you look at this team, he's got IR, he's got Pup List, Michael Thomas. Uh, dudes are dropping. Josh Jacobs gets hurt. And he, he didn't have much depth to begin with. So he's, he's you know, trotting Naheem Hines out there in RB2. I mean, it's just shades of last year. Things are just falling apart at the seams. Um, can't guard Mike won't matter in week seven at this point if if it keeps going the way it's going. Um, Kittle looks more and more like a reach every day. I think, you know, it's George Kittle, and they're gonna they're gonna get that situation figured out. But it is sad boy season for Trevor Lighting, and you gotta just feel bad. Um, but he's on bus watch too. Uh, you know, you got you just gotta prove it to me, and until you do, staying on bus watch. So that is the Wesleyan whip around. I hope you guys enjoy the Will Reimer interview. Have a good week three, everybody except Osh. And as always, fuck you guys. Hey, buddy. Will, Will Reimer. What's up? How's it going? It's good, man. Um, for the audience out there, we've had some technical difficulties. <laughs> um, are we are we starting over, or do we need to just kind of pick up where we left off? Oh, let's. I'm good with good starting question. over if you need to, if you want to, if that's easier. 
let's start over. I don't know right. if I can like meld them together. I'm, I'm not technically savvy enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. But right. I mean, shoot, we were on the back nine there. Nope. It's all good. I feel like I didn't go at Trevor enough anyway. So that's a, that's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, first of all, it's, you know, first time caller, long time listener, hopefully of the podcast. Yep. Couldn't oh, yeah. get you on last year. You were kind of in the middle. Um, and then it was just too late because you weren't in contention there at the end. And, but this year's a different story. Two and oh, mm-hmm. coming off league high, 157 points. Uh, team's looking good, looking stout. So how are you feeling? Are you, the, are you the front runner right now? Is it fair to say that? You know, I, I, I'm not ready to say that. Um, yeah, I went to bed at 930 on Monday night. Um, had no idea that Sam Zetek was going to just get destroyed in the last <laughs> minutes of the game. And to be honest, like it was looking like just kind of, a, you know, maybe an above average week for me. But yep. then, yeah, you wake up and Aaron Jones has 50 touchdowns and <laughs> you're the league high. So, I mean, I'm not ready to say that I'm the front runner just because Aaron Jones scored so many points. I feel like Matt's team is so good, and it's not just because I play him this week, but I feel like his team's so good that, like, I feel like I really need to see more from Saquon before I'm ready to, like, put myself on the same level as him. I feel like your team's really good, too, and honestly, Nate, I feel like it's kind of like the four of us when we are all, I think we're all two and O, but like, I don't think that's like a fake two and O. I feel like all four of those teams are good. It's actually kind of weird how similar my team is to Nate's. Like we both have like good quarterback, you know, two solid running backs, pretty good receivers, and then just an atrocious tight end situation. So I feel like which one of us is able to survive and maybe figure that out and, you know, that's a really good point. You guys do have similar teams. Loaf is the team's just a wagon. It's Clyde isn't working out as well just because if he did work out, yeah. But who knows? That could turn a corner. But at this point, it's not looking great. So that's, that's true. I was looking at his team, and after like week one, you're like, my goodness, this team. Yes. Be, I mean, you know, no one's gonna go thirteen and zero, but it can be close. But yeah, that situation with Clyde isn't looking great. And so maybe it gives everyone else in the league a chance. Um, And obviously there's always going to be injuries, but, but no, I mean, I'm feeling feeling good. Um, But I'm not going to lie. I I just, I didn't think that my team was quite as honestly, I probably almost felt better about my draft last year than I did about the draft this year. And I was three and 10 last year and I've already been this year. So, so I clearly have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm the same way. I came away from this draft and I was like, I don't know. And then last year I was just like over the moon about how I drafted. And obviously that, you know, that worked out how it did went four and nine, but yeah, I feel the same way. Um, And you just so you come off the just absolute hammering of Trevor Lighting. Is it safe to say I kind of looked back at the history between you and Lighting, and you've, you've kind of largely dominated the series, right? Yep. And so, is it safe to say that you're Trevor Lighting's daddy from a fantasy football perspective? I would I would love to claim dad status. I feel like <laughs> I I feel like I I definitely look forward to playing Trevor whenever I get the chance. Um, I feel like it's one of those matchups that for whatever reason, like if I can just get to hundred, 
I just know I'm going to win because <laughs> Trevor's team just doesn't put up points. Um, and for whatever reason, like we, you, you talked last week about how I've given up the most points in the league, but for some reason with Trevor, like it actually stays true. And so I can count on his lackluster teams to put up 80 or 90 points and I can get an easy W. So it does, it definitely feels like as of late that I've kind of been dominating that series and I'm feeling good about it. I assume since I got to play him in week two that I'll get to play him again. So yep. lock me yep. up for at least three wins this year. <laughs> but, um, but, but having said that, he did uh, – I, I got to give him some credit. He beat me in the championship, I think, three years – I don't know. I think it was like 2018 or 2019, yep. whatever that was. And so, honestly, I, I know I've won a couple, but I think that was the only time I played him. So, he, he obviously got me when it mattered most. So, I feel like I can't claim dad status for that reason alone. But yep. That's fair. But in, it's just in, been yeah, – in, in the recent years, it's definitely – gone my way fortunately clearly i've been doing plenty of losing (laughs) and i mean it's tough it's honestly tough to watch trevor lighting right now uh the trade the desperate trade requests (laughs) just the the mess of a draft that he's made the last two years um it's it's a tough scene see i'm I'm almost i'm kind of glad we had the technical difficulties because i know i didn't mention this earlier but I feel like obviously people are kind of known for coming on this pod and making some outrageous claims. Yeah, I, Tenney. yeah. And, and I, I don't, I, I can't say that about my team. I just, I feel like I do need to see more. I somehow drafted every Rams player except for the best one. who's Cooper Cup. <laughs> and yeah. so like, I can't, I have, I'm having a hard time like setting a lineup because if I want to change things around, it's just like all Rams for some reason. And like I said, I need to see more from Saquon. So I'm not really ready to say that like this team is winning the championship. I feel like it's definitely a playoff team. But yeah. if there's one thing I'm confident in, it's that Trevor Lighting is going to get last place in this league. I, oh, I don't wow. I don't think it's close. I, <laughs> like, seriously, have you looked at his bench? Like, his oh, starters. It's, his it starters is absolutely like, true. Yeah. His starters are kind of, they're not, they're not like terrible. Like, I still think he's probably in the bottom of the league. But it's just like yeah. if that dude has one injury, he's done, and he might not win another game the rest of the season. Yeah, you saw because it last he's got week. nobody to put in there. Yeah, you saw it last week. Jacobs is out for the week, and dude trots out Naheem Hines <laughs> in RB two because that's all he had. Yeah, it's like he's trying to outdo Devin Singletary from last year, and I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how he's in this position again, but he is. And I know last year he was able to overcome it. But I just yes. I feel like he's got no shot. He's got no shot. <laughs> it's, it's I think the... he's going to get last. I mean, I know he plays Jesse this week, who just has the worst luck. But I feel like yeah, Jesse's he really does. Okay. Yeah. So I Jesse think t- I think Trevor's getting last. Because it... seems actually pretty good. I, I don't feel that bad about Jesse's team. But Trev, like, it's the office meme where Pam is like, find the difference between these two pictures. And it's last year's roster and this year's roster. It's and it's like, it's thing. the same picture. <laughs> no, like Singletary and Hines, it's the same thing. Like, he just drafts for his starters yep. so early. And then it gets to, like, and he just, <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, he tries to win the draft for sure. Even yeah. though he says, even though he says it's not about the draft. 
And there's oh, always man. a guy that's out like eight weeks and he's like, Hey, it's not about week one. Mm-hmm. Like it was Michael Thomas this year. Last year, I can't remember who it is, but I feel like every year. I feel like one year he drafted Love Bell when he was suspended. Yeah, yeah. he does this every year. You're right. <laughs> I feel, and I mentioned, I think I mentioned that, like, I feel like the two and O teams are all pretty legit. I actually yeah. think that the O and two teams, except for Trevor, are pretty good. And yeah. So I feel like for that reason, like Trevor's just toast. He's got. Yeah. No I'd agree with that. Um. So. The draft, yeah, I think you drafted really well. First of all, was there a little bit of a home field advantage factor? You being on home turf, uh, familiar with your surroundings, mm-hmm. and you and Loaf kind of just like did really well at the turns with where you like you scooped up Kyler before that quarterback frenzy went on. Loaf scooped up a tight end like right before, yeah, uh, that whole thing went on. So I think you guys, like, you got your meat early, and then you were able to just kind of just vibe a little bit in the draft. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, well, for on behalf of Matt, I feel like he did have a really good draft, and it definitely pained me to hear his little giggles oh, <laughs> over, the, over the laptop. Just the worst. The draft. Just, just, I mean, classic Matt for sure. But, yes. but but he had a really good draft, and I still think his team, even with the Clyde struggles, is the best team in the league. So, whatever, I guess I guess that's fair. To be honest, like I was really thrown off. Like I know I I've done two running backs at the back of the first round and beginning of the second round. I've done that before, but I really did not want Saquon, and I'm not even just saying that because he hasn't been that great lately. Like I was really flustered when Adams and Kelsey didn't fall to me. And I knew both those players were really good and should get drafted before pick 10. But in a lot of the mock drafts that I had done, they uh, at least one of those two was falling to me. And so when they both got taken, I kind of got flustered. Um, But fortunately, I do think I rebounded after those first two picks and feel like things kind of uh, fell into place for the most part. I wasn't honestly super excited about the Kyler pick at the time but obviously he's been awesome for the first two weeks and then and then like with our league like you know (laughs) we all know how they are or how we are with our qbs in this league like taking backups in like the seventh round and like unbelievable all the starters were gone after like the fifth round and i had no idea what was happening or why it was happening but (laughs) definitely made me thankful that i took a quarterback that i feel like went around roughly where he should have gone because i feel like Otherwise, I would have ended up like you. And I know, obviously, you've been doing great so far this season, but I think I would have just, like, waited till way late to draft a quarterback. Yes. That run was insane. It's unreal. Our league, every single year, I'm like, I think, you know, at least the one guy will be there where I kind of feel like, all right, this is a decent spot to take him. And, I mean, every single year there's, like, backups being taken, and I still haven't taken the guy, and I start, like, panicking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah, every year. It's yeah, unbelievable. So, Nate Nate took Stafford before I even had a quarterback. I think there might have been one or two more that were taken. It was just wild. Yeah, it always is. So I guess, yeah, even though I maybe didn't feel great about it at the time, like walking away from the draft, I felt a lot better about Kyler. And then, and then yeah, I've got a rough tight end situation, but otherwise <sighs> feel pretty good about my team. I feel like my bench is pretty decent too, so – so, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident, but like yeah. I said, I don't know if it's got that, like, all-star potential like I maybe have had in the past, but I think it's going to be 
pretty good team. And honestly, like it seems like every year I'm either like at the very top or the very bottom. So yeah, there's no in between for this year. Then that's fine with me to be honest. Like I just want to make the playoffs and hopefully have a chance to win it because it just seems like it's a 50-50 shot that I'm either first or second or thankfully not yeah. last since we've had a punishment. But I even got last the very first year, so I don't know. Yeah, you it's new yep. territory, and it, that is true. It's like all or all or nothing for you. It's wild. I was looking at the records and everyone's like like six and six you know it's just like it's 10. yeah i i don't know how that's happened but even like when you were going over those records i knew i had had some bad years but and i feel like that was maybe some last question for I guess other now. people but i like knew i had some bad years so i was expecting the record to be like you know like average but then i think i was like seven games under 500 i'm like oh my goodness yeah. like i did not know it was that bad yeah yeah, and to be fair, I took out a year, the very first year, which I think you were really good that year. But, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Kind, of, kind of wild. Yeah, it's true. I think um, that was yeah, I think that was my first championship, actually. But I don't even know if my record was that great that year, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, final question. Who would you just absolutely love to see take a bus ride this year? Oh, yeah. So, I know I've obviously given Trevor a pretty hard time. But... <laughs> He's already been there and done that, and I feel a little bad for the kid. So I'm not going to say him. I feel like, honestly, this isn't even very hard for me. It's John Estadillo. Um, I've just kind of, like, noticed in the past, like, few years how I feel like most people would say with our league, like, everyone takes it seriously. But I think there's you, me, Matt and Nate, I feel like most people would say those four, like since the beginning have taken it the most seriously. And like Jacob and Aaron are always really good. Maybe Aaron's up there too. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I don't think Jacob is because he doesn't make any moves. He's just always good. <laughs> so I don't know if yeah. he cares even. I think he just wants to be able to talk shit to people, to be honest. And <laughs> so fortunately he's good enough that he can do that and yeah. not really like put the time in. But anyway, like in the last few years, I think what I've noticed is like somehow like John was not one of those guys. At least I didn't remember him being that way like early on in this league. And then he just kind of like burst onto the scene a few years ago. Maybe even just like I feel like it was maybe just last year where I really noticed it. Where yes, I think you could argue. I think you could argue that he might care more about the league than anyone. And he's sitting at 0-2 right now. I feel like his team's not that bad. So I really don't think he's going to get last. But I just have a feeling like he's just going crazy right now because he knows he shouldn't be 0-2. It could just be one of those years where he's just got some bad luck. And I know he'll just be flustered all year long if he's at the bottom. So I feel like for that reason, I do want to see John get last. Yep. But I don't know. I don't know. The, like the, the issue here is like with the bus. I feel like this is a really good punishment. But honestly, for everyone except for John, <laughs> because John will have oh, he'll that eat bus. it up. He doesn't yep. need a phone. He'll just talk to every single person on that bus. He'll be he'll come away with like ten new friends. He'll probably yes. hang out with them instead of us once we get to the destination. <laughs> and it'll just be like one of those experiences for John, kind of like going to Estonia, where it's just yep. like a life changing experience. And anyone else who hops on that bus would like hate themselves and hate that ride. But for John, it would almost be like a little bit of a reward. So 
I don't necessarily want to see him ride the bus, but I definitely want to see him get lost just because of like everything that Jesse and Trevor have gone through. I feel like, you know, they don't need to do it again. I feel yeah. like maybe, maybe Sammy's due, but I, I feel like John for sure is the guy that like would just be the most fun to see be at the bottom of the league all year long. Yep. I, that's such a good pick. And Sammy would be good too. I think Sammy is so confident that it, it won't be him, that it would be funny to see him have to do it. But John has never had to, he's never been in this spot, right? Yeah, he, may, he's, he almost he's he had like makes adversity. the playoffs every year. Yeah. He's, so it's going to be interesting to see him in this spot where he has to like crawl back mm-hmm. and see if he panics or see what happens. But I agree the bus ride for him. I, he, he'll bring like a notepad and a pencil and make like 20 new friends and get yeah. their numbers and just write them down, even though he doesn't have a phone he'll and it'll be like two hours like in and he'll just be book. having the time of his life. Yeah. He'll probably like write a book based on this story and just like, <laughs> it'll be a bestseller. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's that a great be, pick. That's John for you. But I, but I do. Yeah. I want to see him get lost. I feel like he won't though. I feel like maybe one more bold take. And I haven't, I don't have, I haven't looked at his team, but I feel like it's honestly pretty good. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if he still ends up in the playoffs, having said all that. But yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I sure hope, I, I sure hope you get last, buddy. I'm sorry. Oh, that would be, that would be a treat. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on. Phenomenal. Got some takes out of you. You weren't the, the coach speak. We're just moving on, taking it week by week. So I appreciate yeah. yeah. Thanks for the opportunity, man. Loaf. Oh, yeah. Just a good luck this week, but also oh. the season. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, you too. I feel like this week will be tough, but I think we'll learn a lot. So maybe oh, I'll absolutely. be in contention at the end and might have to hop back on if 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 necessary. And and because I feel 100%. like maybe maybe this time I I don't know if I really said anything that's gonna you know, force me to fall off a cliff like everyone else, but, but I don't know. We'll see how we, got some, we got some like oddly great matchups this week with how the standings played out. So it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to see that. And yeah, longer season this week. So, so, or this year, I mean, so hopefully we'll be able to have some people on twice, those people in contention at the end and do it. Yep. Well, keep up the great work commissioner. Appreciate all you do. This is awesome excited to finally be on the podcast but definitely yeah if, it, if i don't get on again i'm not going to be disappointed because i know I, <laughs> I probably will look forward to the other interviews more than my own anyway i love it well it was a solid debut so all right man have Talk a good one later. chief see ya Thanks, buddy. see ya